Good morning. Welcome to Alexandra and Friends. We are today at our studio at the Purple Cow Branding Studio at 13612 Midway Road, 60, Unit 601 in Farmers Branch. We welcome you so much. Thank you so much for being with us this morning again. We have an amazing show. Our co-host, Marshall, is not here this week. She's uh, attending some important from. Uh, she had a, an accident with, or her brother is very ill. So let's pray for her when we can. Mm-hmm. We're going to take just a second to uh, listen to our Pledge of Allegiance, and we'll be right back. Welcome to Alexander and Friends. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Wow, wasn't that good? That was the little Clark family. They belong. Those children belong to our producer, Michael Clark. Thank you so much, Michael. We have an amazing show today, but before we do that, let's open like we do every, every show with a prayer. Elena, would you take us? Yes, of course. Shabbat shalom, everyone. Great Saturday. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this amazing day that you have given us. Every day is a gift. You know your children one by one by name and their destinies. And we just ask you to allow us to fulfill the destiny that you have given us through our words and action that everything would be done and said to your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Elena. Well, we have an amazing show, Elena, today. We have a very amazing gentleman that he's not only my friend, but he's my broker. And I'm so excited to have him here because this will be his second time. The first time he came on board with us, he came to be, it was on a Veterans Day, and he was my guest and talked about being the greatest Marine on earth, okay? (laughs) (laughs) And we were at 660 The Answer at that time at the radio station before I decided to bring it out here. And uh, Michael was holding me back, but here we are today at Purple Cow Studio. But uh, I want to introduce this man because he's an amazing friend and hopefully my broker for a long, long, long time. Sir, thank you for being here. (laughs) His name is... I think the first time I... we, you and I worked together. Was at the Jewish War Veteran when I yes, I spoke you were to the yes. There. But let me introduce you because I I need to everybody needs to know who you are. This is Veteran Marine, yes sir, Nick Bristow, broker, and I believe you're now a regional vice president mm-hmm. of United Real Estate Dallas. Right, and is that I'm correct? acting as the national training director too. Wow, mm-hmm. and he has stories that you cannot believe in the Marines, but we're going to talk about real estate today. So we want to invite him to come on board and say hello, Nick. You've got a hello. lot of people watching you. Thank you for having me. Well, thank uh, you so for So everyone here. knows I'm deaf in this ear, so I'm kind of <laughs> leaning over and I'm kind of reading ellipse because I forgot to wear my hearing aid. <laughs> well, so. I think I think Michael will go like this when you're ready yeah. to cut off. <laughs> <laughs> Stop talking, Nick. Well, good morning, Nick. Tell us a little about, about you, about your service, and thank you for your service because yeah. that's very important, and a little bit about... When you became a realtor, what did you decide to do and how you got to where you are today? Yeah, so uh, I'll give you the the elevator version. I went in the Marine Corps in um, 83, uh, became a, uh, was in first, became, ended up going into first force recon, which is like the Marines special operations. Um, I was on one of the teams that would go in to rescue, to liberate the POW camps in Vietnam. So a lot of training, uh, a lot of deplo- deployments uh, in the early 80s for the Iran-Contra scandal. So I spent a lot of time in Central and South America, um, lost some friends down there. Then I got out, um, and I didn't realize I was having trouble ad- adjusting. I just knew I wanted to go back in. And when I went to South America, I went with uh, 
I think it was SEAL Team 1 or 6, and then a couple of Special Forces teams, and they had really good equipment. I'm like, wait, I want to go in the Army. So I went into the Army uh, and got into uh, Special Operations. I was in PSYOPs. Uh, I was the Arabic interrogator translator on my team. Um, did that for about eight years and got out. Uh, I, got, I got hurt pretty bad in 94, medically retired in 97, uh, and then came out, and that's a whole other journey. Um, that's a whole different show. <laughs> wow. Yes, we had we did have. I think we still have a podcast of Nick Bristow on alexanderandfriends.com, and he has a great story of what happened while he was in the Marines or Army. You were in the Army at that time, right? Yeah, yes. Okay. So tell us a little bit, how what, how did you get into the real estate world? Because after you, re, you left the military, mm-hmm. it was a tough time because you were hurt, you were disabled. What what brought you? Well, I you know, um, I was also unemployable because I had I, I didn't realize how bad my PTSD was and and I was having so much trouble trying to adjust. Uh, probably the hardest thing I've ever had to do was adjust to being out. Uh, so I started flipping homes. Uh, that way I worked for myself. Um, flipped homes for about nine years and then got into the foreclosure business. Uh, I got my license in two thousand six and. Um, I still didn't really like dealing with a lot of people. So I went into the foreclosure business where I just worked with banks, uh, and just emails. And so that's, that's kind of the direction I went. And then, you know, the, um, VA, I was in a car wreck in 2014. That's when they found out how bad my, my, uh, my, my, my reading and writing, uh, was gone. And mm-hmm. so that's the VA kind of stepped in and sent me back to college for the plasticity of the brain. And it really, really uh mm. really helped mm. me and and I've become a bit of, of addicted to to learning I'm I'm almost through with my doctorate so um that's where my educational journey stops <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's hard wow wow that's amazing you know um I I I love languages and mm. I myself have studied different languages so your the arabic language experience that you've had mm-hmm. caught my eye and um, can you share a little bit about that part of your military career sure. and um, that, you know, obviously you served in the military mm-hmm. um, with that. <clears throat> Anything interesting that you could share with us that's not classified? Well, I mean, as far as language school goes, um, um, at SWIC, which is the Special Warfare Center at Fort Bragg, mm-hmm. they, 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 for our group, they started their own language school. We had our Chinese Mandarin, Arabic, Persian. Uh, it was a 13-month course, uh, six days a week, eight hours a day for 13 months. You sleep at night with Arabic news playing. It's, it's immersion. And you come out of that program um, very fluent. But then it's 10 hours a week of, of maintenance because if you learn a language after puberty, it's perishable. Mm-hmm. And so it's constant language maintenance. Um, we wrote scripts for Commando Solo, which is a, which is a flying radio platform. Mm-hmm. Over, uh, we, wrote, we wrote Voice of the Gulf scripts. And there were, there were, you know, there were really, there were psyops, uh, getting them to, to start liking the Americans. So they, they had a pro-American sway about why we were there, what we were, what we were trying to help, whatever it was. Um, and that was, that was a fun, that was a, a fun, a fun part of the job. There was other parts of the job that were very difficult to do. And that's stuff I can't really talk about. Um, but there are some highlight moments, uh, doing landmine campaigns in, in uh, North, North Africa, that was, uh, those are those feel good yeah. missions. Yeah. Uh, that kind of helps offset the not feel good ones, you know? So, yes. Well, for, so when you left the military, you, you, you were, you came back, did you, you went to Texas A&M? Mm-hmm. 
And yes. you graduated from there. Is that what got you into the public speaking? And Because I, I think from what I gather from my story, you know, I've known you for a long time now because you're my broker. He is my broker. I am a realtor. Don't forget that. Um, and I, I remember your story when you first came on board that you were, you know, your life had changed drastically. Mm-hmm. But how, what made you, since you didn't like really being around people, now you're, you're very, you're, you're an outstanding broker. Everybody, in my, we have over 900 agents and they, they, they really admire you. What? How, what was the change that you made to go into the real estate world? You, I know you were flipping, but you were kind of working and doing mm. all that. What guy? What what took you to where well, you are today? Well, the I went into the into the real estate for self employment because I just really I was not hireable. I just was I was just I was just kind of floating around a little, little bit lost, and so I went into real estate as a way to feed my family. Um, you know, take care of, uh, of my kids. So that's kind of where I went into real estate. The, the leadership part kind of happened. Um, I was wrapping up my master's program and the opportunity presented itself at um, United to be the broker. And I just took a leap of faith going, man, I hope I can, um, I hope I can deal with the people. And, and, it, and it worked out, you know, if it wasn't, <clears throat> if it wasn't for the culture of the company of United, I think I could have had a great deal of difficulty. Um, I've I've changed so much in the last seven years being with that company because they give they give me a certain amount of autonomy, which I need, but also it gave me some breathing room to kind of decompress and get used to the environment of being around people. And then I was going through a lot of therapy at the VA at the time for PTSD, and so everything kind of fell into place. And, and there, there comes a point, especially, you know, when I was going through the therapy and stuff, there, there came a point where I transitioned from a guy that should still be in there and I got stuck out here and I became a civilian with military background. So that's when I made a shift that, okay, I feel, don't, don't get me wrong, I still have struggles. Um, mm-hmm. yes, but I made do. a big shift in, in how I perceive my space in this world and, and so it, re, it really helped me kind of reposition everything. Uh, so that's, and when that happened, it was like, it was like a religious moment. It's just the floodgates of opportunity and, and all the things I can do. And I wasn't holding myself back. And so that really propelled me um, a great deal. You're listening to Alexander and Friends. We are at the Pur- Purple Cow Branding Studio in Farmers Branch. And our guest today is Nick Bristow. He is <clears throat> the broker and also the regional vice president of United Real Estate in Dallas. So, Nick, I want to ask you a question. So I'm going to bring you back to United Real Estate because that's where we are. So I remember very well when you took over our office. We were like six agents in our office. Tell us about United Real Estate, about the about the company itself and the parent company, because I'm I love it. And just a little so people get to know a little bit about United Real Estate. Yeah, it's a it's a very it's it's a company that's very deep rooted in this country. Um, United Real Estate as a group, uh, we have United Real Estate and United Country. Our United Country brand will be 100 years old in 2025. Very deep-rooted in rural America, <clears throat> farmlands, vacation resorts, timber properties, um, anything you can dream of. They are very, very rooted in that, in that it's community. It's a great company. I love right? it. I love it. Uh, we, you know, um, I've grown my office from 200 to about 800 agents, so I sponsor a lot of agents here. But as a company... 
Um, we're at twenty five or twenty five to twenty eight thousand agents. So we're now the fifth or fourth largest in the country. We have grown exponentially in the last several years. And one thing that I have to say, we're international also. Yes, you are. Which seven, is seven countries. Seven countries. And we also are in the, a lot of people don't realize, but United Country does oil, mining, everything. Everything. So that's our parent. Vineyards, Vineyards whatever you can anything that of, you can sell. think of. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's so exciting. So when you came to, when you took over our office, we were very tiny. And what, how did you, when I had my, I had, you know, Brenda Thompson was my, my mm-hmm. broker, and we always kind of, what is he going to be like? And you have just shown us tremendously the leadership that you brought with you has been tremendous. Because one thing that I know is that you participate with every agent, your time. Mm-hmm. So when you're talking about coming from the Marines and coming from the Army and you, you had all these issues and problems, and you have invested your time to bring this company to where we are today, what... What, what makes you um, move to that direction? What do you see on each agent that comes to, on board with you? What, what is it that you bring to them? Uh, for, for me, and it may be a bit selfish, it's, it's, an, it's a chance for me to, to, to leave a legacy of help. Um, I, love, I love hearing people's life stories. I love sitting down and just talking, with, with, especially with new people that come in. And I hear their life journey, and I see it as an opportunity to have a positive impact. There's, there's so much negative in the world. Um, and I can't, you know, there's a saying, I can't control the weather outside, but I can control the temperature in my house, right? Um, I really I really try not to focus too much on huge pictures, and I focus really on the things that I can create positive change in, respectable positive change. And so when, we, when I have a new agent, um, that's an opportunity to help somebody. And that's really, it really comes from my heart. I love helping people. And that's just, that's, just, well, that's why I went in the military, because I was helping this country. Uh, I would go to a different country. I was helping them or trying to help them. Yes. You know? Well, obviously, you have the education for organizational growth and managing such a large team. What do you think is a key to um, organizational growth and managing a large organization? Um, in, in the landscape of real estate, um, maintaining agility, operational agility is key that you can pivot when you need to pivot. You know, windows of opportunity open and they close very quickly. Mm -hmm. And if you are a lethargic company, that window will close before you ever have had the opportunity to go through it. So I have the agility to move quickly when I see an opportunity, uh, work it. That has really helped a great deal. Um, A lot of our growth comes from the agents sharing their experiences with United with other agents, and they so we have a, a huge amount of our growth is from agents in our company sharing how much they love United, the culture, the opportunities, and they'll t- you know have some hey you know here's Nick's cell phone number he always answers his cell. I, you know yes, when I'm in does. Germany I'm interviewing agents. Uh, yes. I was I got hurt pretty bad a couple of years ago. Uh, I re-injured one of my military injuries, mm-hmm. uh, and I was in the VA hospital for almost two weeks on morphine. And I was talking to agents. I don't remember what all I, I said. I remember that. But but I was still I'm still their broker, right? And if I have the capacity to help, I'm going to help. So so that's something unique about me. Um, I don't have a, a halfway button. It's either off or on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I tend to keep it on because I love what I do. You know, this is a strange. You you want to bring <clears> the story when I remember I called you and I said I'm going to start a show. I'm going to start a radio I show. I never forget that day. I said. 
And it's going to be called Alexander and Friends, and I want to bring stories of people that have never had a story. You know, they want to tell the story, but there's no one to tell the story. And so when I started this, so when you're saying, I want to, I want to tell this, I want to follow their journey and their stories, that's what I want to do. We're all about life, health, wealth, and love. And we interviewed your mother also, which is an amazing <laughs> lady. We, she was on our show. And, and, uh, she's something else. She's something else. So we're excited to have you here. What I want to know is what do you see... What do you see us happening? What What do you see happening in the real estate world now as we go into 2024? We have a big office. A lot of agents, of course, have had a very rough year. We've had a rough year in a lot of sense of 2023. What do you see coming on, on real estate? It You know, I think 2024 is going to be a lot of opportunity in DFW. I think things are going to balance out, and we're going to probably the last couple quarters – Depending on 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 the the political climate, if we're not getting nuked by a country, you know all these all these external factors that we can't control or predict, even though we think we can, we can't. Um, but based on what I know now, uh, with what I see happening, it's going to be a really good year. We had a um, we had several years of, of of insanely low rates, like a long time, and those people were like, why would I sell my two percent rate and go buy an, a seven percent house? Mm-hmm. So they're they're staying in place, so that's held the inventory off. What happened was a couple of years ago, we had a surge of, of, of refugees from California, all the people moving to Texas mm-hmm. for opportunity uh, in, a, in a easy, just an easier place to live. Well, there was such a supply shortage that people were paying 100, 200, 300, 400,000 over lists. Overbidding. So, right. And so you had a, a whole set of buyers mm-hmm. like, you know what? I'm out. I'm going to go rent for a year. Let this cool down. Well, they've been having to grind out a check every month to a landlord and they want to own a home. So you've got a lot of pent up demand of these people going, man, the second I see a chance, I'm jumping in. That opportunity is now. Um, we have an average of 15% increase in inventory yes. every month. Um, median price point has in Dallas, it's like still about a 1% increase. Frisco's three. But across DFW, it's at zero. So things are not moving up price-wise. They're kind of balanced out. <clears throat> and the rates are, are cooling off a little bit. It's a perfect climate. Inventory is growing. Competition's less. So there's a, a big opportunity to hop in. Uh, and I think we're going to see an amazing – I just really think we're going to see an amazing 2024. I see rates drop a little bit this week. They're kind of, you know – Shaken, but I think that's what happens. You know, when I bought my home in 1983, it was 18% interest rate here in Car- in Carrollton, mm-hmm. and and people don't realize. You know, when you want to buy a house, it was 18%, and it's dropped. Then it went to 16, then it went to 12, then it went to 11. But this like a year, a couple of years back, we had percentage that were all the way down to one percent. I've got a two on my house. I got a three in one in my townhome that I have in Farmers Branch. So a lot of people expect that. And they think that, you know, well, they want to sit and wait. But sitting and waiting can be very a little bit. Sometimes you want to look at moving. I know that you can always buy and refinance. Mm-hmm. Is that is that? That's exactly right. Um, so if if you paid, if you were willing to pay 100000 over list for a house, but you're not willing to take a 7% loan, you've paid more because you can refi this mm-hmm. later. So... Housing never goes down. It may briefly go down. The trend line always goes up. The longer you wait, the more you're going to pay. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. It is the single biggest wealth builder in this in the country mm-hmm. is, is home ownership. Generational wealth is, is mm-hmm. through home ownership. Um, you've got to hop in the game at some point. You know, and if you're if you're looking for excuses not to buy one, then you're probably not a real buyer. Yeah. Uh, if you're ready, to, if you're at the point you're ready to purchase a home, you need to jump in and just buy your home. And I guarantee you. You may pay eight hundred grand for that house. Going, wow, that's a lot. 
10 years from now, you'll be like, oh my God, we stole it. Right. Because they keep, it keeps moving up. Okay. Well, I have lots of realtor, real, realtor friends. I've, I've been told not to say realtor, so <laughs> I, I'm not in that world. But um, I, I know a lot of people, they, they're, they're retired or out of college, and they go, well, I'm going to be a realtor. And it seems like a, you know, a profession a lot of people want to get into. But having worked with so many realtors, what do you see at, uh, qualities in one, somebody that is just like, I want to get into it, where you go, I think, this guy has potential or this girl, I think you should go for it. What do you, what do you see that? You know, it's really hard to predict. I never know when I'm sitting down with someone, especially someone new from, uh, from, I get a lot of agents from champion school to real estate. It's a fantastic school. Um, I know. And, and in fact, uh, most of my top producers came from champions. Um, but you, you never know when you meet someone. So, so the way a lot of people look at real estate is, it's, it's quick money, and it's not that much work. It's, it's a, a huge amount of work. So they overestimate income. They underestimate effort. Mm-hmm. Or the walk-in going, Nick, I've already got three people lined up. Well, after those three people are done, they're, they're like, I don't have any clients. They don't understand. A lot work. of people don't come in understanding the grind. You have got to grind it out to make it in this business. And those the ones that are willing to do it, I've got this agent named Musa. He's a machine. He... He, the minute he walked in, I'm like, I'm like, dude, I, you got it. Cause he is like, I'm hungry. I'm hunting mm-hmm. and he is relentless and he is doing extremely well as a new agent because he has that mindset. I'm hunting for my family. I can't go home without a, without a kill. Yeah. That's kind of, and that's how I was when I was a real estate Me agent. Too. So I've got a lot of really good, Alexander's an exceptional agent. I've got a broker. I've got a lot of agents that, um, can't seem to get traction, because they don't, they'll come, some agents will come in with an employee mindset. Mm-hmm. Give me business, Nick. I want leads. Leads are horrible. Leads, leads are only good for one thing. It is to influence agents to join a company. They're not going to close the leads because they're garbage. Mm-hmm. All of them are garbage. Okay. So I think the rates, you close one per every 200 leads you get. And exactly. you work yourself to death on these leads. Ten other people are fighting with, for that person mm-hmm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. You're better served working yourself. We have, a, we have a class that we put together in United as part of our, our training education development program uh, called Launch. <clears throat> and it's a 12-week serious course. Um, you, and it's called Your Pathway to a Six-Figure Lifestyle mm-hmm. because if you take this course and you do what we're telling you, you can't not make six figures unless you just don't do it. Mm-hmm. But this is a, it's a serious course. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm also acting as the National Training Director, so I'm, a lot of, I'm using a lot of the science behind adult education uh, and and, and we're, we're putting that into these programs, and we have had inc- incredible reviews across the country. Uh, we're going into our, our third launch course. It starts every quarter. Uh, it's starting in January as our next launch course, and we have Surge. We have a lot of really, really relevant uh, courses, and these are, are these are not fluff courses. It's, it's on one thing, how to get more business. I call it hand-to-mouth. hand-to-mouth. I need to eat today. I need some hand-to-mouth mm-hmm. training. So that's what this is specifically, hand-to-mouth training. That's good. And also, Nick, I think one of the, you know, I started when I was very young in real estate, and I started, Ebby um, uh, Holiday was one of my mentors and Miller. And, I mean, I started with uh, with um, the idea I've always worked hard. And, you know, mm-hmm. I worked very hard oh, yeah. and long. But I think a lot, of, a lot of agents don't realize that you have to get up in the morning and go to work. Knock, I used to knock on doors on Bluffview and Highland Park and knock on doors and introduce myself. I did that for years. But today's world, they, it, I think everybody waits for a lead. They want to get leads. They want to, yeah. And you get constantly. And I think another thing people, agents forget that 
It's expensive to be a realtor. Mm. You've got to, it is expensive to be a realtor. <laughs> you have to you have to market. You have to uh, buy invest. your signs. You have to invest invest. in time. And a lot of uh, agents come in with the idea that oh, the company is going to do it for you. Well, they, 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 it's not going to happen. Oh, can you do it part time? I've heard of part time agents. I've got some part time agents that make a killing. Really? Yeah, one of my agents, Roman. Um, he, I just met with him last week because he's like, Nick, I need to double my business. He's part-time, makes over hundred grand a year, and, and, and everything he gets is off referral. I'm like, I'm like, Roman, you're a gem. I said, I said, I don't think you understand how good you're doing. You do no marketing. It's all referral because you are so good. People share you. Oh, wow. And so he, was, he, he really left there feeling good. I'm like, you're doing as best you can but for part-time. But that's exceptional. Part time. I mean, it's exceptional. Times, yes, that's it's exceptional. exceptional. Yeah. And you'll have, you'll have these standout agents that seem to just get it. Okay. Right, and but you never know when they when they walk in. Um, I have a young agent named Lexi Gorham. She came to me new from Champions. Champions, yeah. There's a, there's a connection. They come from Champions. They come through Rebecca. Mm-hmm. They join United, and she was very timid, um, a little shy. But I saw something in her, and it just hit one day. And she is a huge producer. Uh, she just she just it just all clicked, right? Wow. And so and so. You know, you'll have those agents. You'll have agents that struggle. Um, but I'll have to say there's, there's a common theme with the successful agents. The ones that chase commission checks always struggle. People can smell it in a mile away. The agents that have purity and heart in what they're doing, they always do well. Hmm. We're going to take just a minute to play one of, uh, make sure that our sponsors have a little time on, the, on our show. We'll be right back. Hey, everyone. This is Jose Gillian the owner of All House Barbecue, located on Louisville and Carrollton. You can find us at allhousebbq.com, and we are the proud sponsor of Alexandra and Friends. Come and see us. Thank you very much for showing, for listening to our show and Alexandra and Friends. I know we're live today, so good morning. Thank you very much. Today is January the 6th, and we're in 2024, and we're looking at the real estate world, and I'm a realtor, so don't forget that. <laughs> my, my co-host is Elena Glassman. Tell us a little bit about what you're doing and about your book before we move to the next. So, be- Okay. Well, I published my book called Tour Tasting. If you go back to the archive, um, I was one of the guests on Alexandra's show, and um this week's tour portion is called Shamod, which is names. names. And it just reminds us that we're not just a name, a number to the Lord, because he knows all of us by name. And uh, there's just such ri- just richness and, and wisdom in the Torah, the, the word of God. Um, the word of God works every day. Well, it's so funny that you say that because every morning I my 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 great way that I do is I get up in the morning, wash my hands and I pray and I look at my five books of the Torah Mm -hmm. and it's my real estate world because I look at Torah like my real estate and my Torah or are combined. And I work, you know, people ask me, how can you be working for years? I do. I work, but I don't work. That's my life. That's Mm -hmm. my love. And a lot of, a lot of people don't understand that to be a realtor, you have to have the one to get up every day and mm-hmm. go out and work mm-hmm. and continue the conversation with the people that they become your family. Mm-hmm. And so, and one thing you have to remember, you have to also, honesty and loyalty is very important in the world of real estate, mm-hmm. which is very, in, in hard work. And today's world is, is a little bit different. Uh, the te- because we work with technical with the social world, and a lot of agents don't get out to visit with their clients. Is that is that about yeah, right? Yeah, there's a there's a 
You know, there's people that can make a great living uh, leveraging their social media presence to influence people to use them as an agent, but that's a small group. <clears throat> social media is an easy way to not have to meet people. Oh, I posted that I'm mm-hmm. a real estate agent. My, 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 my most successful agents are, they go out, they knock, they talk to people, they're involved in their communities, mm-hmm. they're helping during ice storms. Whatever it is, they're, they're always out, they're yeah. active, and they're meeting people. Face to face. Hands down, that's, that's a common theme with all of them. Yep. They are involved in their communities. It's a lifestyle for them. It's not a job. It's just part of who they are. Who they are. You That's know, me right. being a broker, I'm not like, I don't take off my broker hat. It's always on. Yeah. It's just part of who I am. And I don't differentiate. I'm at work. I'm not at work. I'm at dinner. I'm on vacation. Mm-hmm. I'm still Nick the broker. Right. Right. And that's just kind of oh, I like I that. Operate. Nick the broker. Can we put, can we make that as a title? Nick the broker. Nick the broker. It's fun. Well, one thing, Nick, I also, uh, you know, our office is very diverse. We have people from all over the world. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, India, Africa. Forty something languages. Forty some languages yeah. in our office itself. <clears throat> so it's, it's a beautiful office. You know, it brings it, it brings the people together, and we don't have events like we do. You know, like coffees and stuff like that all the time. But when we have something, they all come together. Mm. And mm-hmm. Nick, it's because of your leadership. And I, and I see it on our Facebook. Oh, Nick is this, Nick is that. So one of the, the greatest things I think is an office uh, or, or a broker that brings an office together is bringing the people as as realtors, not as not as not in a separate area, but as realtors, because you're representing everybody. And that's our commonality. And that's our commonality, because mm. you're representing the good, the bad, and the ugly. And sometimes it can get pretty ugly if you're working with investors. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they can. Yes. You know what? It's it's a very competitive world. Yes. What do you think that United? as a brokerage stands out against your competitors in the area? Well, you know, so you're talking about value proposition. Um, and, and so our value proposition, it used to be we're, we're transaction fee-based. And so we, we really rode our, tra- our, our, our value proposition was financial. Um, we had very low fees. We were a full-service company. Mm-hmm. But what happens is as other as other uh, transaction fee companies come online that are less expensive. Now you have an identity crisis. Who are we? Mm-hmm. Um, we are hands down um, the becoming very quickly the greatest real estate training company in the country, bar none. We will, we will, we will win the crown of being the greatest training company in the country because we have the people, the passion, and the expertise to do it, and, and we're doing it. And Nick, I'm so, I'm glad you said about the training. We have daily training. I, you know, it's absolutely the best there is. And I, I can tell you because I co- I've been in the real estate for almost 40 years. And I have never seen a company that can, I mean, every day you can go into our platforms and go to any of the training there is. And it is very unusual. And we, we are a flat fee. Mm-hmm. We don't, we don't we're have a full a, service We're a full service Flat fee. Uh, I remember when I started it was at eighty twenty, and you, you, and people did, probably don't understand that today. But I find it that we have you can come in, go to work tomorrow. Once your license is there, and you you can start making money. Mm-hmm. And our fees are very very limited. And tell us how can it if if there's an agent watching you today and they want to move to United Real Estate, what do they have to do? Uh, really, just reach out to me. Well, uh, send me a text. Um, How do they get hold of you? Uh, My cell is 214-564-5766. Just send me a text. I'll reach out. We'll schedule a a meeting at the Dallas or Frisco office and and get together. You know, um, if you're an agent, so so there's a lot of, almost every company is going to have training. But how much of the training actually teaches you how to get business? 
there's a lot of competency training, you know, how to do, and, and, and competency training is very important, how to negotiate repairs, um, how to fill out the contract. These are important classes, but those are not specifically the classes to help you learn how to grow your business. Because everyone's like, Nick, I don't need to know how to negotiate a repair. I can't even get anything in a contract. We teach you how to get business. That's why we do so well. We're a very high volume company. You know, we transaction fee. Well, how do you make money? We close a lot of deals because we teach our agents how to close, how to, how to hunt. We don't charge our agents a penny for the training. Uh, we could, we're not going to, because the way we look at it, if we're going to stand behind our product, which is amazing training, our return on investment is them making more money. Mm-hmm. If we can get our agents closing more deals, then we make more money. So that's, that's a correct ROI for a training program. Not like, Hey, let's see if we can make money on the training program. That's not what training is for. Right. They need to make money off the training program. And we, in a latent way, make our transaction fees. That's, that's, that's a partnership. I like that ROI, return on the investment. So I'm going to come back to mm-hmm. Alexander and friends for just a minute. We need advertising. <clears throat> we need. We would like to have some new sponsors, and we'd like to have a return on our investment by you investing <laughs> in our company, Alexander and friends. If you want to talk to me, I'm Alexandra. My number is 972-342-2932. And you can email me at alexandrafincher at gmail.com. And we would love to talk to you about advertising because people can see you. They can listen to us. Podcast stay forever. Remember that. So, Elena, what do you think? <laughs> yes, that's that's amazing. And I think that we um, every day is such a gift. We need to know what drives us waking up in the morning. Um, our families, our, our health, obviously. But um, but Nick, I I just want to get from you because you're a successful entrepreneur and leader of the organization. What do you think the one thing, the passion that drives you to do what you do each day? And there's obviously various areas that you're dabbling into as well. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, um, we all have an energy source. We, we all have to derive energy from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, one, of the, one of the benefits of having PTSD is a lot of times you hide from it by being very busy all the time, uh, and it can become a problem. But if you, if you use that energy in a positive way, um, because, because PTSD is going to create energy in you and you have to let it out somehow. Okay. I used to fight MMA doing different ways to try to get this energy out of me. I've learned how to channel it in a very productive way. Mm-hmm. And, and that's kind of what I do. And I'm stuck with it. I've got right. it, right. but I've got this great energy source that I like to use as a benefit. Yeah. Right. And so that's, that's kind of where that, that, that I'm, I'm very energetic anyway. My mom is very energetic. So we're naturally like that. Yeah. Um, so I'll probably run a surplus. But I like to direct it in, in, a, in, a, in a good way. So yeah. that's kind of where that comes from. Yeah, that's really good. And one other thing, that he loves cars. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's built, or you, now, tell me, this is a story that you need to tell because we're the convention, you're driving. A, tell us about the story that of what you're going to do. Yes. Now, that was a, that was a so um, I, had, uh, I woke up one morning with this great idea. I said, Rebecca, I got a great idea. Please talk me out of it. She's like, what? I said, you know, and, and so our national charity is Autism Speaks. I said, you know, why don't we drag a car out of a wrecking yard, try to get it running, and try to drive it 1,000 miles to Orlando? Uh, so that's what we did. We got a 64 AMC Rambler wagon. <clears throat> it was a, a complete piece of junk. Um, discount tires donated the tires. I got AutoZone to donate 1,000 bucks in parts. We, we patched this thing together, got it re- you know, reasonably safe. Um, off we went, 
during the hottest time of the year with no air conditioning. Oh, wow. The, let me tell you that, you know, I probably should have done more road testing. I didn't do any road <laughs> testing because I was down to the wire. I'm like, I literally drove it around the block. I'm like, okay, we got to go. Yeah. And the first 150 miles took seven hours. We broke down so many times. And we actually, at one point, we got towed in because a bracket that I made broke. Um, he said I was, I was, he I made it. The, was, <laughs> he was, made the bracket. It was for okay. the alternator. I converted it from a generator and alternator, and it broke. And and I was at the mo- I was at a moment um, where I was like Rebecca, I think we just need to go back. And she's like Nick. She was like, you've been through a lot harder things. And I started reflecting back on uh, one of my deployments uh, where I lost some friends, and and I was like, you know, I'm like screw it, we're gonna go, and. We made it. We had we we every three hundred miles we threw a belt. So I bought a bunch of belts. So we'd have to replace the belt. Other than that, the car it rained and the inside flooded and our stuff's floating around. But other than that, we made it. We raised fourteen thousand dollars. Oh wow! We had wow. We had a QR code on it. We had you know it was shoe polished all over. It. You know Orlando were bust and it was a, we had got so many honks and waves and mm. and so it, we and Rebecca and I we can be on a desert island. We're gonna have fun. So we, we always have fun together. So it was a really, really fun journey for us. I'm sure it was and we a raised fun 14, road trip. And we raised 14000 And we donated yeah, the car awesome. once we got to Orlando. We donated it to a veteran charity there. So I don't know what they're doing with it. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it was wow. a good, it was a fun a fun. Quite moment. a story. Wish yeah. you had a video record, uh, documentation. Yeah, we did. It's on my YouTube channel. Okay. The whole building it, well, we'll the road trip, it. it's all yeah. on my YouTube channel. It's un- and you know what? Here's something I like about United. Um the car itself, with the QR code and, and all the things we did, raised about eight thousand. Our CEO Dan Duffy, he kicked in the rest to make it fourteen. That's right. So I was just going to tell you that's that. That's huge about a company that they're willing that they're willing to do that. Yeah. You know, especially in a downturn in housing, money's tight. We're doing great, but money's yeah. tight. But, but but to be willing to do that, that was really was a was a, a very heartfelt moment for me. Nick, what is your YouTube channel? What is the name on it? Um. What a cool car build channel. Okay. Water cool. No, what what, what a cool. A what cool. a cool. Oh, I said y'all thought you cool said water cool. Car build channel. And I've got my other cars I build on there, but you'll see the journey in the sixty four Rambler wagon. Wow. And I, I did that with, with uh Rebecca's dad, he's eighty seven, so P and I was blew each other up a couple times in the garage. We had a fun we had a really fun time. Sounds like fun. You see what I'm talking about? He's an <clears throat> amazing broker, veteran, lover. <laughs> You keep hearing Rebecca. You keep keep hearing Rebecca. So you just recently got engaged. Well, we're yeah, we're um, moving down that road. Um, We're we're gonna be together regardless. We we are so in love with each other. Mm. Um, I don't remember life without her. In fact, we were talking about that last night. She was like, I don't remember not being with you. And 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 so we're very very extremely close. Rebecca is part of Champion School, right? Yeah, she is an instructor. She teaches test prep, some of the qualifying ed. What you know. Champions is, is an amazing company. I know. Uh, we went to their their, their their Christmas party in Brenham a couple of weeks ago. Uh, 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 met the owner, um, and I've I've met Rita a few times. And Rita, she has an Rita amazing Santa story. Marie. She Rita has an amazing story. Um, the way she started that company to a multi million dollar a year business, wow. literally running across the street to teach, running back to take to feed the kids. So she has an incredible story. She's very inspirational mm-hmm. that she built that she built this business. And they love their employees. Their employees stay forever. Yeah. They are so good um, to their people. 
And Nick, I think one of the biggest things about champions, because I've been in real estate so long, it's been there for forever. And and all of us, we have to have continued education. Is that mm-hmm. correct? What yes, do we have we to have do? To. We I've have got to finish have mine next week. Mine is before the 31st of March. <laughs> I mean, oh, mine's j- January. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, I'm, I got 31st. So one of the greatest things about, I, I think, as a realtor, it's a continuous education. I'm going to bring a point right now. What's happening with that lawsuit that's hitting our real estate life? Mm. Well, it's, it's you know, I can't really speak much about right. the lawsuit. But, you know, United, like every other large company, has been named in it because we're big companies. Um, and and And... Where the dust settles, I don't know. It's not going to change my focus, which is taking care which of people. Which is taking care of, taking that's care the most of important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't care what's going on in the periphery. We have to deal with noise all the time. Mm-hmm. There's always some kind of noise, whether it's a war, whether it's upheat, whatever it's going to be, we have to deal with it. But we have to stay focused on what's my mission. And I'm glad my you said My mission is to grow the office and grow agents. I'm glad you said that because I've had some clients talk to me about that, and that's important. We have to focus <clears throat> because this is a national mm-hmm. lawsuit. Yeah. For all it's, the real estate companies. Yeah. So this is important that we have to stay focused. And I think as we as agents, we need to remember that we represent the company and the client. And that's all we have to that's we can we represent. Do. And we, we, we focus have to do on that. what we, we do focus good, on what, what we do, do what we do well. Yes. You know, and good. and let them figure that out. Uh, and I don't care how it ends. I'm going to keep doing what we're I gonna, do. We're going to keep doing the same thing we're doing, yes. Right. So let me ask you a question because I had a young uh, – I was a, a speaker at the uh, Farmers Branch Chamber of Commerce um, Educational, mm-hmm. and some of the young people that were there, they kept telling me – and I think I've sent them to you. I, I think you've got Jan and a couple of people yeah, yeah. that wanted to be realtors. I said, young – getting out of high school, they have to be – tell us what, what does an agent have to be for them to be able to get their license? 18. 18 years old. Um. No felonies. No felonies. That's really okay. it. That's really it's it. It's a low bar. And yeah. it's a, <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a, there's a low bar to get licensed. To right. get licensed, um, yes. yes. And, and, and people can say, well, they really need to raise the standards. And, and there's an argument for both. But, but here's the deal. There's, having the bar set that way gives opportunity to so many people mm-hmm. that, that can't get the formal education first. Mm-hmm. And so I call... One of the reasons I chose real estate, I call, I call it the great equalizer. It doesn't know race. It doesn't know religion. I've got agents. Of, of, it's a rainbow of people every month so, that are my top producers. It is the equalizing business. You work hard, you're going to do well. And I don't care if you didn't graduate high school, mm-hmm. that you deserve a chance. Yeah. You know, and so that's, that's what I like about real estate. And there's an argument, yeah, you know, in some countries you have to have a degree. And, um, but then where do the people that, you know, that have struggled to get through life, where do they get their chance to make six figures? You know, there's got to be, an, there's got to be a gateway to that. And that gateway, once people are making money, I've got, an, I've got agents that came from, you know, broken families, were, were rampant with drug abuse and murders and, and, and all the things. They got the chance, they're making money, they start buying their own rental properties, and they build wealth for them. That changes the entire trajectory of their family. And if that license had required a degree, they wouldn't have given, been offered yeah. that opportunity. Yeah. So there's arguments for both. I kind of like the way it is now because the ones that won't make it, 87% of people that get licensed quit. Okay. Okay. It's going to weed them out. Yeah. When they find out it's a very difficult job, but the, the, the hungry people, the hunters, the ones that have been beaten enough going, you know what, I'm going to succeed. They always do well. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the thing is they've been given it a chance. And truly, you can have the American dream. You can. Yes, you can. Yes. You can make more than doctors and attorneys. Yeah. And, and, awesome. and have a GED. Right. Right. 
And that doesn't mean, oh, people with GEDs are stupid. Maybe life screwed them over. Mm -hmm. You know, that happens when you're young. And that doesn't mean that has to be a life sentence. Right. Right. That's good. You're listening to Alexander and Friends. Alexander, if you want to look at, view our podcast, you can go to alexandrofriends.com or you can go to Facebook and listen to alexandrofriends.com on Facebook too. We're... We bring our guests are from all over the world. Uh, they all have a story. And so we'd like to know if you have a story, be sure and call me, Alexandra, and 972-342-2932. And we'll be happy to have you sitting right next to where Nick is. And hopefully he comes back again. Nick, I'd we're, love to. we're about five <clears throat> minutes away from ending our show. Our next show will be January the 27th, and our guests will be posting our guests. But I want you to close, I want you to close the day today. What if an 18-year-old is graduating from high school, have you thought of doing maybe a uh, inter- a uh, internship on our in our office to bring some of these young people to see what if this will be something that they would like to do? Well, you know, um, no, I haven't thought about an internship for younger people. the 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 difficulty with that is is like anything is getting the communication out, and and one of the things you know we do as a real estate company, we operate off transaction fees. We have to be very very fiscally conservative. We have to be very careful about how we spend and what we do. Um, I like that. Yeah, it, it's it's important because conservative. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've got to be very conservative. So, so no. So, so your answer is no. I've never thought about that. That's that's a really good idea. Um, I wanted to get on another show one day to talk. I'm involved in a project called Public Based Learning, or Project Based Learning, and I would really like to talk to you more about that because mm-hmm. that's something that would align pretty well with Project Based Learning. So. Well, my co-host here and my producer here, I think they'll be more than happy for us to bring you back on that particular subject because I love education. It'd be fun. It'd be really, it will be It's intensely interesting. Well, I was going to invite you to see if we could do like once a month or every other month, we could do a real estate class, a real estate podcast and talk about the different things of real estate. Oh, I'd love to. And I'd love I to do so that. i got so much to talk about with this industry. Well, I'm I, entrenched in it. This is what I, I eat, sleep, drink, and mm-hmm. breathe, This the, the business. Yeah. Well, we'd like to see United Real Estate if we have a cup right here that yes. says United Real Estate and it would be producing I heard that Dan income. and Rick? Yes, I need, yes. I need a prop cup. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and we're looking forward to, for us to have the company come and endorse us and be part of our company, right? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. That'd be Right. That would be great. So I'll be calling on your office, either myself or, or, or my producer. One of us will be calling your office. Yeah. Um, well, I want to just close here for one thing. Why did we choose the Autism Speaks? Speaks because I've been with you. I think it's been a tremendous. I know so many of our clients. Why did we choose that particular uh, cause? Um, our, our former president, uh, Peter Geese, his son had autism. And so he kind of aligned the company with that because he, he, he was vested in it. His son had autism, um, and he was already kind of aligned with Autism Speaks. But they just been, it's been a good partnership. Um, our CEO is kind of, he kind of oversees who we partner with. Uh, if we stay with Autism Speaks forever, I don't know. There's so many, there's so many good charities out there. Um, if I do do another charity car drive, what I had planned on doing is maybe find a different charity. Uh, St. Jude's mm-hmm. or um, something. So mm-hmm. every year, if we have a national convention, drag a piece of crap car out of the wrecking yard, make money for that charity, trying to get it to the event. Uh, and it's a it's a fun process. I think, that's a, but, but I think it, that was a great just, idea. It was. I had so much fun, Alexandra. I had so much freaking. Well, fun. Well, you're a fun person. You know what can I say? Well, we're coming pretty much here to the end of the show. I want to tell you, I'm I'm so excited you were here. 
I'm sorry that Michelle could not join us, and we pray for her yes. brother and for her. Yeah. Oh, oh, Michelle, you're yes, watching. Michelle, Hi, Michelle. We love you. We miss you. Hope Thank all you. Is well. I yes. hope it's well. And, we, and by the way, we have a grand opening. Yes, Can, February 8th, our grand opening of our incredible Dallas office. Will you tell us the address on that? 5217 Alpha Road. Suite 110. And if from you know one where time Alpha to one Road time. is at Nordstrom's, there's a Z Gallery there, a Starbucks. Mm -hmm. Yep. We've leased 8,000 square feet wow. next to Starbucks. It is an absolute knockout. It is a beautiful. It makes a statement about who we are. We're a serious company. That's awesome. And this office you walk in, like, these are serious people. That's right. And what time to what time? It's going to be, I think, from 530 to 9 on the okay. 8th. And we will have a grand opening at the Purple Cow Branding on January the 31st, and we'll be posting the time on that. Mr. Rob Bliss, who is our sponsor, is not here today. He's visiting his grandchildren, but, oh, he's right behind us. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I forgot. Hey, <laughs> we, thank you so much for ha allowing us to be part of this studio. It's amazing. <clears throat> I want to thank G for having our studio ready when we came in this morning. He's amazing. Michael Clark is our producer. Yes, he is an you, amazing Michael. producer. Thank you, Michael. Helena Glassman, thank you for thank being, part you of, so of, of, be, being part of my team. Nick, it was such a pleasure having you well, here thank today. You for and thank me. you for being my broker. I adore you. I love I you. I love you to death. And of course, you know my big project that's coming in that we you met some of our big. Yeah. Um, just really, really good people, too. Yes, Greg and very good. Just, it's, it's, you know, that's what's nice. And I was talking to Greg about it. It's not just that. There's a developer and there's a banker and there's a broker. It's, everyone's just good people. They're good people. And there's a lot of trust in that room, and that I operate off trust. And, of course, our former city councilman, my associate, Young Sun, will be bringing, like bringing our a, real estate division Young's into, yes, into United Real Estate. So I'm so excited. It's been an amazing year. I started – I'm. I can't wait for 2024. Mm -hmm. I want to thank you so very much for tuning in. Our next show is January the 27th, and we'll be having an awesome guest coming in. And, Marshall, we miss you. We love you. We'll see you yes, then. We'll see you back here. We'll close out real quick. Will you close us out yes. with a prayer, please? Yes. Father, we just thank you for this amazing Saturday. Thank you for a great show. Lord, as we go forth, you would go before us, go behind us, and with us, because there's nowhere we'd rather be but in your presence, um, that you would bless us and our families on this very special Shabbat in your rest. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a wonderful weekend. Thank you, Nick, for being here today. You. If you want to search us, on, if you want to join us, go to www.alexandra.com. Have a great week.